0: continue to grow and uh and just really grow as a community so that's your mission uh and the final last thing to to just request and say is if you want to support the rpg empire with actual dollars the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book the dust world rpg pbta quick start guide it's five bucks it's in our uh shop on the rpg or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're a part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day.
1: Last time on Dust World Neon City. Well, Siggy, what's your next plan? Well, I reckon our boy there,
2: Mr. Cyborg, could use a little extra help with the security, don't you?
1: Oh, I suppose so. I reckon clearing this place might help. What did you have in mind, dear? Well, I was
2: thinking you could cover the vents there. And while you're doing that, I'd do my thing with the turning to the security guards. I go in, distract them, and you show up and knock them all out.
1: Fine by me. Just make sure to do your part.
3: That's right. The security cameras are... I, I hacked him. I hacked him
1: real good. You hacked them really well, dear, but thank you. Yeah, that's right. That's what I said real good. So, do we have an actual plan here?
3: Uh, I think we should just go in there and steal the damn thing. Monday's going to nod his head at this.
1: Just that easy, huh? Well, I suppose we should get started.
0: Hey, uh, we saw you coming in through that side door. You got any kind of ID, sir?
3: And Hunter just kind of growls, I'm for maintenance. This building is in need of maintenance. And I'm here to provide it.
1: Boys, I got bored. Would you mind hurrying up? Uh, sure. All that love. All right, you got it.
0: Yeah, so you guys uh, quickly make your way into the back and head straight to the security room. Without any problems, Kincaid opens the RFDI. Uh, I think he's already got the code from trying to get in from the outside. And as you do, these massive tentacles just flop out and kind of surround you and start whipping back and forth. And one of them hits Kincaid into the wall. The other one... Just about wraps around Ziggy, but manages only to get his legs. Hello, I'm Paul Purnell, the DM of Dust World Neon City, an actual play podcast where we use a game, Dust World RPG, powered by the apocalypse, to tell an awesome narrative story. Roll the intro. Welcome to Neon City. It's crazy here, I'm telling you what. We got the smogs gonna choke you out, hover cars flying at 100 miles an hour. We got radioactive light of the spires cooking your brains. We got the cutters, the slicers, the mechs. And look at this guy. We got the psychomancer, Clarence Wells. He's a pit fighter amnesiac with the power to crush you with his single thought. We got over here Dr. Andrew Miller, the philanthropist doctor who's gonna help you out. You just come to his door with your scraped knee, he gets you sorted. but secretly he's got inside of him a parasite that wants to eat you. And over here we got his right hand man, Silent Monday, dude don't talk, but he's got an LCD suit that pops up his thoughts with emojis and text, And he's got a sword that can cut through just about anything. And if that sounds like your cup of tea, well then you're in the right place. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode of Dust World Neon City. So Hunter Kincaid and Ziggy were both smacked or wrapped up by giant land squid tentacles. I think inside they hear the horrified screeches of men being suffocated by tentacles, (laughs) just freaking out. And I think two bodies roll out onto the floor in front of them, foaming at the mouth and pretty much unconscious Cliffa, do you make yourself known or do you still just like float around watching all this
1: as a mist? Cliffa Kelieska, um materializes next to her two compatriots and says, Right, sometimes uh, my pets, they're a little out of control. Uh, um,
2: hate to interrupt you, that love, but uh, next time could you us about the squid closet? Uh, uh, pardon? What you say? Uh, Clifford,
1: love, next time, could you warn us about the squid closet? Well, I did, dears. I did say I got bored. And holy shit, you guys took forever. What were you
2: doing? Big Tall and Skulky here got himself interested in the gods. They were interested in me.
1: Well dissipate this general interest in general, and, um, I, I, unfortunately, I don't entirely know how to, um, unsquid the closet for a bit. Do we need it? I, it wasn't the point that we just keep it from doing anything. It is Um, presently
2: occupied. It's also keeping us from doing anything there. Um, well, Yes. Point was Kincaid could disable any security measures that we have to that we go through here. As well as keep an eye just, on things so
1: nobody gets in trouble. Just shoot up the squid, I suppose. It's going to take a bit. It's a it's it's a hardy squid. Alright.
3: Uh Kincaid shoots it. Really? <laughs> I mean that's what she
0: said. Awesome. Roll It it is durable, so. <laughs> Yeah, fun.
3: Kinkade just looks and shrugs and he pulls out. uh, Let's see what kind of stuff he's got on him. His laser rifle. He just takes it, it, he he just shrugs, takes it out of his pocket. Uh, Well, it's a rifle, so he probably pulls it off of his back and just pumps a few laser rounds into the, the squid.
0: Roll face danger.
3: Okay. I got a nine. Okay. I think I would overestimate how much damage this is doing to the squid.
0: <laughs>
3: Just like, yeah, basically. yeah, that's right. I took care yeah. of it. <laughs> oh,
0: yes, no. exactly. So, yeah, you load a few rounds into it. Um, and you hear some, like, shrieking, kind of gross gurgling noises and stuff. Um, and I think, uh, so what happens is either you're able to do enough damage that the squid kind of recoils so it looks like you can get in the room uh, or you damage it uh, enough that uh, one of its that it flings one of its tentacles out and also hits you into the wall like off of your feet uh, or, you damage it enough to kill it, but it makes a sound so loud that there's no way that like guards and other people nearby wouldn't hear it. I won't take the damage, okay? Um, yeah, so you damage it, and it, it manages to squeeze its whole body up into the ventilation system. Uh, and as it does, if one of its kind of spiked. Uh, tentacles. They have these sort of like almost paws at the end of some of their tentacles. Just rips across you and does too harm as it slurps its way up into the ceiling.
1: And I, I kind of want uh, Cliffa like comes in and kind of trying trying to be inconspicuous. How much she succeeds is up to the other players, but she whispers to the vent, "I'm so sorry, Octavius. I'm so sorry."
3: Hunter is gonna, he's clutching his like wounded biological arm and he looks over at Cliffa
1: and he just says, Lady, you're real weird. Thanks right, for let's... informing me of that. Now, can we get on with this mission? It's taking too long. Yeah, let's go.
2: Right, Dinky, do your thing. All right, he's gonna hack it.
0: Nice. What are you hacking it for? Like, what is your goal here?
2: Shut off all cameras, turn off any security measures, so we can literally just waltz up to it. Yes. Yeah. Um. So what what that's gonna
3: look like? Um. Hunter is going to walk up to the computer, and he takes off the tip of his index finger, and there's like a USB, and he's just gonna <laughs> he's just gonna jam it into one of the servers, and you see his eyes start glowing with the data and his hands start, his free hand starts typing on the keyboard. It's very like, if you didn't know about technology, you'd think that that's how hacking works. Nice. So let's see how that works
2: when he puts the USB drive. It needs to be all dramatic.
3: Yeah, of course. There's a, just like a shot of it going in and then like, uh, like a matrixy sound as the data. Like the stream of data hits his
0: mind but he
3: gets a seven.
0: So you got a seven to nine. Uh, with that, you get a cost. One of the costs. Um, I think a really good one here would be has an unintended side effect. Cool. Let's do it. So yeah, you managed to turn off the security and try to like, and you think you've kind of turned off just what you need, but you actually turn off the security to the whole place. Every that the security room has control of actually turns off Um, with that we cut over to the crew so we cut back to Silent Monday and Clarence doing their impressionation of uh, of Cathra Zeta Jones and Sean Connery in the entrapment as they're kind of backbending through these laser beams and stuff Uh, Clarence go ahead and roll a uh, lend a hand whoa got a 10 So, with a 10, you give them a plus two, and you also take a plus one standing with them. So, mark that on your character sheet. With Silent Monday and Monday, you get a plus two on your next roll. So, uh, roll face danger to get through these lasers.
2: Oh, hell yes.
0: Is that with the plus two added? Yes. Nice. So, 13. Yeah, you're doing backflips and everything. And as you do, the lasers all go up and you're still doing backflips and stuff because you were just, like, listening to whatever Clarence said. And I think Clarence just keeps telling you, like, to the left, dodge, like, up.
2: Uh, Just to be a (laughs) smartass.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And then finally you, like, land in, like, a cool Spider-Man pose right at the edge of the hologram. Um, And I think actually with, because you did a 13, you did so well. I think you managed to sneak past the hologram and you're now like behind a potted plant and like a colonnade about like seven feet from Rex. Um, Miller, what are you doing while this is happening? Are you just watching astonished? You know, Miller is kind of like just gonna let them do their thing. I don't think he, that they even did you guys even tell him or like mental link him or anything what's what's going on? We did not clue no. him in. <laughs>
3: No, he, um, Miller is kind of astonished by this. He kind of, like, grabs Clarence's body and, you know, he, he, like, gently sits him on the floor. He, and he's kind of thinking, well, he's going to talk to Grin at this point. He says, Grin, uh, you know, I, I'm going to guess that this is some kind of freaky mind thing. Are you familiar with this fainting spell that
0: our little friend here has? Oh. I'm not sure. Did you check his pulse? Maybe he just died. <laughs> you do seem to have that effect on people. Miller is going to um, check his Clarence's vitals.
3: Yeah, he's fine. Okay. Um, he's going to just let this play out. He's assuming that Clarence has a plan and but he does say to Grin, Alright, I need you standing by in case sure. I need your help.
0: Would you like uh, me remember. to scout out this place?
3: Yeah, see that you do.
0: Um, go ahead and roll survey your surroundings. So uh, I think as you put your hand out, Grin's mouth kind of moves. And as we've sort of established, he just kind of spits out all these little eggs and they grinlings. turn into little Grinlings and then they just <laughs> crawl off.
3: Okay. I get. Now, um, Doc has a creature feature from being a grave doctor called Search Party. So he's going to get plus two on surveyor surroundings and he can search the whole area. Miller gets a 12. So that's a 14 total. How about what is of use or valuable to me here and what here is not what it appears to be.
0: Okay. So I think as, uh, the grinlings start to like crawl up the walls on the ceiling, kind of all over the place, they're really small and hard to see. Um, and they they just start kind of like getting into everything one of them finds like some sort of emergency lockdown button uh it's underneath the desk it looks like you know like a panic button uh right now you know that kaiser is sitting and he's within reach of that button Um, but it relays uh grin is like oh he's got to panic button under his desk so be aware of that
3: is there any way you could
0: disable it it's possible these little guys are a bit harder to control um
3: maybe (sighs) could you distract kaiser away from his desk
0: I could certainly try. It'll take a little more of me than the Grinlings, though.
3: All right. Do it. We need to give Monday and Clarence an opening.
0: Very well. And as for your other question, what is not what it appears? um, I think as you get the Grinlings close, uh, I think they're able to see that Rex, even though he's having a conversation with Becker... And Becker's like, you know, this handsome, kind of tall, skinny guy with glasses, his hair slicked back, and he's got his um, brace, his eye brace is projecting on his hand, and he's just kind of like going through data and information. Um, he also has like a data pad nearby that he's using as well, kind of like all over the place. And he's talking to Kaiser, and he's like, you know, oh, everything's going to be fine, boss, don't worry we've got the armored convoy is coming they're going to be here at this time uh eight sharp and uh we've hired the best mercs so you don't you don't need to worry about a thing and you can tell uh from your position grin is able to tell that kaiser's really nervous about this whole situation because he knows that he stole this from klein tech and that other people want it and so he's just feeling really nervous plus kind of excited cuz what might happen um and so grin relates all that to you
3: so as soon as doc says that and grin agrees to it doc's like hand and arm are kind of melting
2: <laughs> like his like arm just they're... falls off
3: yeah well yeah we'll say it starts dripping like a popsicle on a summer day yeah. and eventually the skin sloughs off and of course he's got you know he has regular skin underneath it but this skin turns just like this extra
0: stuff kind of comes off
3: yeah it's real gross and it just sort of makes a wet sound as it hits the floor and it forms two little eyeballs and it starts turning into a purple squid you know just and it starts moving in this very s- this scuttling way that a squid yeah. should not a squid should not be moving like that yeah does, the, like, like the tentacles spider.
0: become kind of hardened and yeah. form sort of legs um how big would this spider be are you thinking like um like
3: disturbingly like
0: big pumpkin size <sighs> oh absolutely yes okay i want it so, to be
3: h- horrific
0: so, so uh <laughs> this you know squid his tentacles kind of come out and then they like harden in sort of an exoskeleton sort of fashion and become like these spider legs holding up the mass of the body and uh and it has like all of these eyes kind of all over it and it's just scurries off uh and it heads into the office um so while that's happening uh silent monday you've made it to this Part of the office, you can hear Becker and Kaiser talking. What are you doing?
2: I'm gonna say that since the lasers uh, Monday's going to kind of hang back and he's going to do two things. He's going to kind of listen on the conversation and see what's going on. I get the feeling though that since uh, Grin kind of heard there, that'd be kind of superfluous.
0: Yeah, that's just what you you'll hear the same thing, basically.
2: And the other thing is he's going to kind of see if there's any other traps uh, around here by surveying his surroundings.
0: Okay, do it. Are you using your fancy eyes, too? Yep.
2: Ooh, ow. (laughs) That's the first failure. Well, second failure of Monday.
0: Nice. Uh, Well, go ahead and mark your experience with that. Kaiser stands up and he's like, Becker, just, just send him in. I just, I want to see him. I want to see him right now. And Becker's like, okay, okay, boss, sure. Anything you say. And he starts flipping and he hits a button and he's like typing something on his hand and he gets like a um, reply. He's like, he's two minutes. Great, great. And he starts kind of pacing around by his desk, in front of his desk. Um, and you know somebody is coming. With that, uh, Clarence, do you stay in astral form? Uh, Silent Monday has now entered past where you can see because you can't really see into the office in the astral plane very well because of this pink sort of shielding that's happening all around it.
1: Now, quick question. Has all of the security system fallen yet?
0: Yes, but not the psi
1: shield. Really? What's setting up the Psi Shield if it isn't a security system? Something in the office. Mm.
3: Can you can Clarence see the the Grinlings? If oh, yeah. Clarence could get a message to Doc, then he would be able to tell him to try to figure out whatever the size Shield is. Because Doc doesn't know about the Psi Shield.
0: Right. Um yeah, I mean Clarence can talk directly in your mind if he wants to. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, uh, well, like, do you have any thoughts? Like, I think if you, like, thought really hard, like, Clarence, to my aid. (laughs) Clarence! (laughs) Okay, Doc, Doc
3: is going to think real hard, like, All right, I've infiltrated the room. Do you need me to do anything? You're in the room. What are you doing in the room? You see those little weird squid things crawling up all the walls
1: or the big one? Yeah, that's me. Everything you're describing sounds wrong to me, but no, I can't see anything. Don't show me, please. I beg of ye.
3: All right. All right fine, fine, fine. Listen, do, we got to get him away from that desk. Because there's a lockdown button on the bottom of that desk, and we don't want him to push it, so I'm
1: sending Grin in there. Okay, I can't really do anything right now because there's a side shield. What? If you can turn off... There's a shield, as I suspected, uh, around this entire room that's basically um, shielding me from seeing anything. So... Um... If you can turn that off, I can start having some real fun.
0: Yeah, he looks around and he notices that there is this... Um, it actually looks like a champagne bottle. But because he sees a little bit differently, he can tell that the ice is not cold. And so uh, he kind of, like, lets you know that there's something weird over there.
3: All right. Would... um. Would Kaiser Rex see it if the big, if Spider Grin interfered with it?
0: Oh, definitely. It's like right on the bar. All
3: right, then he's going to say, Think real hard to Clarence. I'm not going to be able to break that without him noticing. So, are you ready?
0: On your count. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love the Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the DM so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for Christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so that's all for now I hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it so back to the show play on
2: Would, uh, Monday be privy to this as well? Yeah, that's what I was just Kind of a conference saying. call? Yeah, conference call. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? We were just talking about how we're gonna do this here heist. Oh, lovely. I'm sitting here trying not to panic. Glad you two are having fun, though. Is that really what you sound like? Oh, yeah, you've never heard me before. Hey, Miller, how's it going, buddy? I'm a little freaked out right now, but, uh... Good, I just, you know, you need to tell me more about your friend I kept hearing you mutter to. Hello,
1: is this thing on?
2: Oh, God, please leave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is an A, B, and C conversation. It does not need a D. I feel so left out. Fine. Whatever, I guess you're part of this, too. Okay, so to be clear, Monday, you're hitting Rex then I'll hit his compatriot at the same time as soon as Miller gets the champagne thing.
2: Because once uh, Rex sees the squid thing, all hell's going to break loose. Yes. All right.
1: Let's do this. I prefer thing squid, thank you. I prefer not to think about you at all, but here we are. Well, I wasn't
2: dreaming when I saw Squid walking by that one night.
0: No, I was, I was very thirsty. I was just getting some orange juice.
3: On the count of five. Five.
1: So that's where all the orange juice is going. Four. Orange juice is pretty good. Three. I could use them right now. Two. One. Let's do this. Geronimo!
0: Grin just falls off of the ceiling. Roll face danger, Miller.
3: Seven. All right. So
0: with a seven, um, you miscalculate, overestimate, or flinch, or probably all three. Um, So let's see. You can do what you're trying to do, uh, but it ends up hurting, like, the fall hurts spider grin, uh, or you manage to turn it off but uh, it sets off an alarm or you set it off, but it's booby trapped and it kills spider grin instantly.
3: I'll, I, I think I'll take the third option. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not that I hate grin. It's more like, I also feel like it would add to Kaiser Rex to be like, you not only can you not touch it, You don't know it's there, but if you do know it's there and you touch it, it kills you. Unless, you know what I mean? Just Uh his paranoia. So, yeah, we'll take that one.
0: Okay. So the harm it takes comes back when you recombine. If it dies, you take three harm and minus one ongoing until your next session.
3: I I will take it. That sounds appropriately dramatic.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's do it. Love it. Okay, yeah, so Spider-Gran, like, makes some sort of web, I guess, out of his own flesh. I don't really know how these things yep. work. Yep. Um, and kind of comes down and lands on top of this bottle of wine. Uh, immediately, Becker and Kaiser look over, like, what, what the hell is that? And then Spider-Gran, like, puts his legs out around kind of the... I'm imagining it's like kind of a cylinder ice container with two bottles of wine in it. And uh, and so his legs are holding on to the bottle and then the center mass turns into a big mouth and he just eats the whole thing. Uh, as that happens, he literally explodes. Goop goes everywhere and like hits Kaiser in the face, gets Becker, just is on the walls, on the floor, on the ceiling. And as this is happening, in the astral plane, immediately the field that was protecting the room disappears. Uh, Silent Monday, Clarence, what are you guys doing?
2: I'm going to say Monday is going to dash from behind the uh, plant he's hiding behind. And he's going to go for an incapacitating hit to the neck.
0: Okay, roll face danger.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Dang. Uh, yeah, so you dart out. How? Are, what are you hitting him with?
2: Uh, it's he's like, gonna kind of go for the blade but it's gonna be like blunted
0: okay um, so like the back side of it or something
2: yeah or the hilt even You used to whack him in the back bed with the hilt
0: okay so you dart out very rapidly and hit him hard in the back of the head with the hilt he goes tumbling over the desk um, and hits the floor he doesn't seem to be moving um, Becker is like oh shit oh shit Ah, what the hell? And he, like, drops his tablet and starts furiously tapping on his um, his hand. Uh,
1: I don't think so. Say goodnight, Gracie. Well, it's an eight.
0: So you're uh, hitting him with Psyblast? Mm-hmm. You're still in the psi plane, right? Yes. Um, so I think, you know, you and Clear are kind of floating there together and do your sort of, like, power-up move. And just the blast reverberates and hits him in his head. And I think it, like, confuses him. Uh, He, like, grabs his head. Oh, God, what the hell? Ah! God, oh, damn it. Oh, it's got to be freaking psychics. God! Ah! And he uh, hits his, like, kind of falls to his knees as he's screaming. And as he does, a figure enters through the door, uh, a very tall figure. He's, He's about eight and a half feet tall and he's totally cloaked with this tattered cape and he's got a hood up. Uh, All you can see is one red glowing eye underneath as he walks in. Um, With that, we're going to cut back to the night shift. So you guys made it into the control room. You turned off all of the security. What is uh, Cliffa and Ziggy, Ziggy doing.
1: Right. Well, now it's a simple matter of going and retrieving the item, isn't it?
2: Indeed. I have the best disguise for it. He's gonna switch back into that executive
1: one. Okay. I, uh, kind of put my arm into his and say, well, the dashing couple are at it again, and they're, um, what, what do they call those people at hotels that, uh, Grab your luggage, concierge, bellboys. Uh, well, there's a there's there's a better name for it than that. Damn it! <laughs> what? Whatever. Uh, yes. Uh, are you coming along, Hunter?
3: Yeah. Um, I'm just in a lot of pain right now because you're
1: squid. Oh, let me fix that, then. I'll deal with it, if you're going to be such a pain about it. And I am going to use Devine Elemental.
0: Roll Instincts. So, on a seven, you get pick one, heal two harm, stabilize, or attract no attention.
1: Stabilize, I guess? Well, uh, is he heal. unstable? He's not yeah. bleeding out, I I'll think. heal two harm, then. Yep. I guess this is going to attract attention, whatever. So uh, a mist kind of envelopes him and kind of like seeps into his skin and it's kind of like aloe vera gel, basically, you know. He feels moisturized. He feels like he's gone for a manicure. Wow, that's actually, uh, that's actually really nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. I, I try. Okay.
2: All right. Spot on job there, Clifford. Stop it! I don't like this! Let's just go! What? <laughs> compliments? Everybody...
3: Everybody should be complimented from time to time. Let you know you're doing a good job and you're a productive part of the team.
0: Okay? <laughs> Let's just find the thing! Let's just find yeah, the thing!
3: you're, you're key linchpin to <laughs> part of the team there, love. Stop Yeah, this. that's right. You're, we value you and your contributions. God,
0: I hate this! Stop!
3: Stop! Insult
0: me, please! Let's go! <laughs> I imagine they're saying this as they walk down the hall. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh by the way, with Hunter, it's all very sincere.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, I, it's one okay,
3: it's 100% sincere. He's like, I value your your thoughts and opinions.
0: Uh Ziggy, does Ziggy is his like clone still out there somewhere doing other things?
2: Could be uh shadowing them in wolf form, yes.
0: Okay, so he's he's kind of like hanging back and he's in a wolf, uh, looks like the wolf? Yep. Okay, cool. Um, So what is he doing right now? He's just going to keep following him at a distance watching?
2: Yeah, keeping an eye on things, uh, keeping an eye on the situation. If anything happens, that uh, version of him will jump in, basically.
0: Okay. Uh, roll uh, face danger. Seven. So, uh you feel like something is happening and you like you're immediately your wolf ears kind of like cock around and then you hear footsteps and a kick right as you uh so you either dodge it but take a little bit of damage um you take it full on but you manage to uh bite the attacker at the same time um or you manage to not take any damage but it ends up uh stunning
2: you i'm gonna say take the full hit okay get a bite in
0: um yeah so you get hit with this boot and uh hit against the wall but as you're like getting hit you manage to bite him across the thigh and keep yourself from like kind of leaving him and instead you're just like attached to his thigh and uh and you immediately notice it's one of the guards and he's like god somebody's got a wolf in here and he's punching the wolf in the face as you're like gnawing on his uh his leg and you take one harm but if you have any armor it soaks um as the two of you are grappled uh definitely the rest of you uh hear this down the hall as you hear like a dog barking and howling and biting and a man screaming um do you guys continue walking, ignore it, and keep complimenting uh, Cliffa?
2: I'm pretty sure Ziggy's aware of what's going on. And is just going to continue. It does make for an excellent distraction while we're making our way down this forbidden area.
3: Yep. But is isn't that isn't that kind of messed up because it's also
2: like you?
0: Would they know that you can turn into multiple people and that you're a wolf?
2: I'm going to say Ziggy has done his best to remain human shape, but Kincaid might be the only one that may have figured it out because you know cybernetics. Okay. So Kincaid might will probably likely know this.
0: Okay. Cool. Um yeah, so you guys continue to make your way towards you're just going to the elevators and just gonna like show up in the penthouse. Is that your plan? Yep. <laughs> Love it. So you make it to the elevators, you get in, you continue giving Cliff a compliments, the music is
1: Duh-duh.
3: You know, I just really feel like we never have the time to sit down and just talk as a team. And, you know, I've been reading a lot of um, Eckhart Tolle lately, and I just feel like I really need to help you, help me understand my place in the universe. You know? You know what I'm
1: saying? No, not really. I just want to do, it's just a thing I do. Just... Yeah, I love no. the a bit here and there. Can't
2: yeah, keep doing these missions yeah, all the right. time. Also, your it, hair looks lovely
1: today. It's tough. Yeah, it, 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 it really does. does. Well, I've, I've used this conditioner. But that's Ooh, beside that the point. Cool well, I mean, it, it, it has these oils, right? And they, they just, it really seeps in and like. Uh, like, it's really difficult to, like, work with. But, you know, I mean, I've got to put in the effort. Uh, we really shouldn't be. But, you know, I I, I have been. It, it takes, like.
0: As the elevator doors open, you guys see standing in front of you is this cloaked figure from behind. And he seems to be looking at something in front of you that you can't see because he's eight foot tall and covered in this massive, dirty, dusty, light brown, kind of tan cloak. Um, With that, we're going to cut to the crew. So Clarence, you hit Becker in the head with laser brain, and (laughs) Silent Monday, you've knocked uh, Kaiser onto the floor. Across from you, standing right in the entryway of this room, um, is this figure... What are you guys doing yeah
3: doc is gonna pull out um a met- his med pack and he's gonna try to fix himself up yeah. a bit
0: so you should you should be able to hurt you help should yourself out
3: you say that oh 17, 17. holy Whoa. snap i think that that's pretty high um yeah cool doc is gonna get to his feet and go to sneak over there and try to check out the
0: figure Okay, you should still be careful because you're not stable, um, but you are healed. Right. So, just keep that in mind.
3: Doc is gonna just he's gonna try just to check it out. He's not gonna try to get into a fight with it or anything.
0: Yeah, you could see, I mean, so you're, you're able to see it from where you are as far as, like, through the office, there is a cloaked figure coming through the door. Um, You know, it'd still be a good, good bit of ground to cover. Um, with that, as you start to move closer, we're going to cut over to Clarence and Silent Monday. What are you guys doing?
1: Uh, I think I'm going to, like, send a thought the figure's way. (laughs) Sending, um, may I help you? Nothing. Oh, shit. I don't want to deal with this. Not, not today. Not on a Tuesday, man on a Tuesday. I'm just, uh, is there a shelf next to him or anything?
0: Uh, there are 500 pound plant potters in this room.
1: Howdy. I'll take those. <laughs> I'm going to try and use telekinesis to just tumble it on him. I'm, Do it. Come on, bro. I'm just going to topple it onto him. I don't really need that much.
0: Okay, are you trying to hurt him with it?
1: Yeah, you're just trying of. to
0: like kind of slow him down and annoy
1: him. Maybe slow him down and annoy him. I mean, I don't know who this guy is. It's just not feeling thoughts from him. I'm thinking robot. I'm thinking I don't do robots. Something ancestral in me says something about I absolutely hate robots and wish I could eat them with my teeth. Um, That's so.
0: very interesting. Um, Yeah. So you fling this potter and it explodes on him um dirt kind of covers him it causes his uh hood to to roll back and uh and some of his like the cloak to kind of open up you immediately see like a very large uh pumpkin sized metal ball with these spikes on it uh attached to one of his arms and his face is very familiar and then you just hear these words Wrecking Ball. So that's it for this episode of Dustworld Neon City. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to check out our mailing list and our website, the rpgempire.com, where you can connect with us, get merch, and even